Hello, baseball fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, back here in the booth with my good buddy, brother, and co-host, Ben Schultz from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. We are here in Lonsdale, Minnesota. It is a very freezing cold Saturday afternoon slash evening. Here it's about negative two or negative three outside with a wind chill of don't even ask. But that aside, it'll be a nice, balmy, wonderful temperature here in the game for the PC here, uh, for the game today. Uh, the Hornets are taking on the Montreal Expos, but before we get into that, Ben, how are you doing here on this cold Saturday late afternoon, and uh, what are you looking forward to from the game today once we get into the news and notes here? We're doing okay here. Um, I will say this and just kind of leave it on the table. Uh, cold and snow are four-letter words, and I would rather be past them, but for right now, <laughs> I, am, I am hyped for the game. Um, it's an interesting kind of turn we're taking from. We came from our first loss of the season, only we by did, one yes. point. Hard-fought loss, fall, fell to the Diamondbacks in a close game here. Um, if I remember right, the score was 2-1, but uh, the Expos want to claw their way back from, uh, from where they were and keep their wild card game alive here. And uh, so mm-hmm. a lot on the line. Here for our boys and girls in the Red Hornets, um, they want to regain their dignity. Montreal Expos want to attain their dignity, I guess. Um, yes. But uh, it'll be a, it'll be a wild ride. I'm excited, especially once we get this late into the season. We end up seeing some great baseball, and you know me, I am all about that that great American pastime. It's 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 so cool. Just two superheroes trading blows uh, back and forth over the span of however many innings it takes for one to go down. So, uh, with that being said, um, what are we looking at for a pitching matchup? And then I guess we could probably roll right into our lineups. Sure. So, as you referenced, Ben, last game, uh, was it last week? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, I believe. Um, or a number of weeks ago, anyway. When we had our last game, uh, our boys and girls on the Hornets team fell in a very close hard-fought um, affair against the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks on the road. Ranty Johnson goes up against his former team, pitches a gem going into the sixth inning, and then the wheels magically fell off, and the Diamondbacks walked it off, and uh, we came away with our first loss of the year, unfortunately. But um, still a very hard-fought game, and uh, nothing to hang their heads over here as we try to bounce back against the Montreal Expos, who are riding a two-game winning streak and are tied for first in the uh, wildcard standings uh, in their respective division there, so or in their respective league, so uh, watch out for that. They're trying to continue their uh, push to the postseason and taking us on. It'll be Sally Dobbs for the Hornets. She will go up against uh, Julie Dunkel for the Montreal Expos. Um, as far as the pitching notes here, uh, Dunkel hasn't pitched that many innings, only four innings to my recollection, and it has a 6.00 ERA, but no wins and no losses, so... Kind of curious to see how the day goes for her. Sally Dobbs riding high, undefeated 5-0, 1.43 earn run average for the season thus far, and looking to do some seriously good work against the Expos team today. Um, everyone's pretty much uh, the same as normal. Um, Canseco will start in right field as opposed to first base. Randy Johnson will take the first base spot, um, covering for Canseco with Dobbs on the mound, and everybody else is in their normal spots. Um, everybody feeling pretty decent on the Expos squad as well. No issues, no uh, detractions or anything like that. And uh, yeah, uh, not a whole lot to go on from there, but uh, looking forward to the game. And uh, anything else from you, Ben, before we get this thing started? Let's do this. I'm ready for action here. 
All right, so here we go. Without further ado, we'll start with the lineups here. Uh, game number 12 from uh, Steel Stadium here on Saturday afternoon, the 13th of February, 2021. So uh, I will go ahead and do the uh, Road Expos, Ben, if you want to do the Home Hornets, and uh, then we'll go from there. Sounds good. Fire away. All right, so starting it off for the visiting Montreal Expos this afternoon, uh, batting first and playing first base today is Dante Robinson. In the second spot over there in left field is Davy Marion. Batting third and on the mound this afternoon will be Julie Dunkel. Batting fourth and playing center field today is Francis Bluer. In the fifth spot over there in right field, the man who can hit any ball up, down, or anywhere in between, Vladimir Guerrero. Batting sixth and playing shortstop today is Francesca Whitaker. Batting seventh and doing the catching this afternoon will be Holly Franklin. In the eighth slot over at third base is Arlene Perez. And rounding it out, batting ninth and playing second base is Vladimir Womack. That's the Road uh, Expos uh, lineup there. And Ben, over to you for the Home Hornets. Take it away, sir. Alrighty. So batting first, as always, the steady Reese Worthington playing shortstop. Batting second, Pete Wheeler playing left field. Batting third, Chipper Jones guarding third base. Batting fourth, Jose Canseco in the cleanup spot. And right field, uh, batting fifth, Kenny Lofton, the blur, playing center field there. Batting sixth and pitching today, Randy. Actually, no, he's in first base. Excuse me. Um, Randy Johnson on first base. Uh, round uh, seventh spot is filled by Tony Del Vecchio in the catching spot. Uh, Sally Dobbs is on the mound, excuse me, uh, in the eighth spot there. And then batting ninth and last, Ronnie Dobbs playing second base. Those are your lineups. For the Red Hornets and Expos, let's get into game number 12. All right, here we go, live from Steel Stadium, game number 12. Oh, excuse me. Uh, game number 12, Expos at Red Hornets here. Uh, Hornets looking to bounce back, but here we are from Steel Stadium. Let's play baseball on Saturday late afternoon. Dobbs ready and raring to go. Dante Robinson waltzing to the plate with a hot dog in hand, and he's ready for action. The pitch from Dobbs. First pitch is a called strike, and we are underway. Beautiful late afternoon, turning to early evening here. Dante, 250 batting average so far. He chops this one between the pitcher and first base. Valley fields it, flips over to Johnson, and out number one. Close play there, but still taken care of successfully. One away now for Davey Marion. you got to respect a guy who brings a hot dog, an emergency hot dog to the game. Yes, you always have to respect the man who brings an emergency hot dog to the game. You know, for those emergency munchies attacks. They could strike at any moment. Any moment, that's right. Speaking of strikes, Davey has two against him. Dobbs nope. eyes the area for pitch number three and gets him swinging, steerike three. Sit down, good sir. Two up, two very quickly down here. And Dobbs is riding high. On some good old adrenaline. So Julie Dunkel, a pitcher against pitcher today. And uh, Dobbs leads it off the slow ball. Cheekily almost painting that inside corner for strike one. Happy little strike in the corner. No balls, one strike to Dunkel. The pitch from Dobbs. Swung on and missed for strike two. Happy little Looking pitch. for that pristine 1-2-3 inning. The 0-2 pitch. Took a little bit off that fastball, and Dunkel swung early. There's strike three. So three up, three down, two strikeouts, one ground out, no walks, no runs, no hits, no nothing. We're done with the bottom, or top of the first, on to the bottom side. Julie Dunkel leading the pitching charge against Reese Worthington at the plate. Lefty against righty, swinging a miss, strike one. 
So Ben, the Expos are seven and four, looking to go to eight and four if they can, and uh, have the, at least a share of that wild card spot. And they're only a game behind in their division there as well in the National League East. Swing and a miss, foul ball for strike two for Worthington, 333 average. The 0-2 is inside for ball one. So, Ben, what are you looking for from the Expos and from Julie Dunkel for pitching this afternoon? Knowing she has not pitched that much, she is not one of their regulars, what are you thinking you're going to see out of her today? It's an interesting decision. I'm not sure the backstory behind the uh, the Julie Dunkel headline, but um, pardon me as we have a quick pop towards the pitcher. Uh, throws first base, Reese Worthington is out. Uh, up and down through one Pete Wheeler's at the bag. But uh, yeah, you know, I um, it's interesting because uh, you usually pull people out with more experience towards the latter half of the season. Uh, Julie Dunkel is, I guess, definitely not one of those as Pete Wheeler flies out. Uh, we are up and down through two outs now. Chipper Jones at the plate. But um, yeah, I think imitation uh, from her would be great if she's looking at Sally Dobbs and, and watching how she pitches. Um, kind of mm -hmm. making sure that she kind of answers blow for blow here because that is, quite frankly, how we lost the last game against the Diamondbacks. Mm -hmm. um, just good old-fashioned kind of whack one, whack the other, and then just kind of stand for a moment and then kind of keep going. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how she adapts, especially this late in the season. And um, with uh, two outs, uh, it looks like she's doing pretty well out of the gate here. High and outside, 3-1 uh, is the count now against Chipper Jones. Yeah, and those are some good points there. She's got to keep uh, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with uh, Sally Dobbs and keep her team in the game as much as possible. Swing and a miss on a fastball for Chipper Jones. Count is now full 3-2. and two. Nobody on two away, no score bottom one. The 3-2 from Dunkel. Swung on, and this is smacked hard toward right of center field, heading toward the bar, and center fielder comes over and makes a diving catch. So a great play there in the outfield toward the wall. No score, no runs, no hits, no nothing. We're done through one. Top of the second. Sally Dobbs back to work, and Francis Blue are leading it off here in the top of the second. Swing and a miss, strike one. As Vinny the Gooch says, you can throw your back out swinging like that. You can throw your back out swinging like that. I would not advise it, but uh, we'll see what happens. We'll just tag right back to Dobbs. She sticks her glove out and stabs that ball right out of the air. And out number one. So nobody on one away for Vladimir Guerrero. Not a very high average. She's 187 so far for the year. Tries to get on with a bunt over to Dobbs. Fires to first. Two away. One very quick inning, and it looks like one very quick half inning to follow here as we are with Francesca Whitaker here, bottom, top of the second inning, inside for strike one. She's going to let that go. She has time. She has space. She has options. So far, so good. No balls, one strike. The pitch from Dobbs is just a bit outside, ball one. One ball, one strike here. No score. Nobody on two away quickly once again. Pitch is just high for ball two. Two and one is the count. Dobbs looking to get back in it here. The pitch to Whitaker. Swung on and this is hit toward right field on a hop to Canseco. He, oh, he tried to barehand that ball and missed. 
Throws over to first, but the runner is safe, so that might be an error. Let's check the scoreboard real quick on that one. The ball kind of caught him on an in-between hop to the chest. They're going to rule that a hit, Ben, and I think that's fair because that was a tough play. He was charging the ball and just took a, a strange a hop in one of the ditzels there in the ground out in right field. But uh, no harm, no foul, but runner aboard and two away for Holly Franklin. So far, so good here. And uh, Franklin looking to advance the runner at least. She's against two outs here and swings steer egg number two. She's got to be careful uh, to at least get the runner in a threatening position. A lob towards the left would be perfect. Unfortunately, uh, swing and a miss strike three, and she will sit down. We are through uh, the first half of the second inning. Jose Canseco. He's used to uh, having a couple people to work with on base, but faces an a ba uh, uh, wow faces an infield <laughs> devoid of base runners. There we go. Um, high and outside, inside for ball one, and a Canseco will wait patiently. He's a patient man. He has all these cogs turning in the right direction, and will pick this his hit. Golf to center field, knuckleball, no spin over to the pole. And off the pole and gone. So a solo home run to dead center field. Doinks it off the power pole. And that is a solo home run for Jose Canseco. He's back on track, ladies and gentlemen. 111 feet off the pole to center field. <laughs> shortest the ball home bounces run of back the into the outfield. <laughs> yes, 111 feet. That's one of the shortest ones you're going to see, if not the shortest one so far. So the Hornets take a 1-0 lead on a solo doinker home run by Canseco off the pole in center. And the Hornets grab the one nothing lead early. So how about that, Ben? After having quite the slump for him, he uh, comes back with a solo shot to center field. Kenny Lofton thrown out. Good fielding play there by Julie Dunkel went away. You don't see that often. <laughs> Not very often at all. So a good play by the pitcher to first base. Now here is Randy Johnson. Who, Ben, was it he that... Did, did he get the home run at... Uh, at um, Oh, where was that? Was that at Sandy Flats in last game against the Diamondbacks? Yes, that was at Sandy Flats. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was like, oh, man, he hit the home run. It's nothing I've ever seen before. No, yeah, that was he clubbed him. that sucker, too. Yes. Oh, goodness. And speak of, like, the hardest odds against you. First of all, you have Randy Johnson, a usual pitcher, but he, we put him on first base for this season. Um, and second of all, you are on a beach, which, uh, you know, the salty air, I'm not sure how that does with the dynamics, but, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll do. So yeah, shocker of a home run there. Speaking mm -hmm. of shocker, uh, Johnson pulls out a double towards left field and, uh, he will get a free pass to second base and usher in Tony Del Vecchio. Swing caps this to the pitcher off her shoe tops. D is running and he will, he's playing with fire here and up manages wow. to find first base i don't even know how wow that is something else he will take first base on the uh, flubbed play there by robinson first base is not his normal position so i'm not gonna fault him too hard for that misplay there but still a runner aboard two runners aboard now johnson on second with the ground rule double and delvecchio safe at first on the misplay by robinson Two on and one away for Sally Dobbs. Two balls and no strikes there as Dunkel is in a bit of a problem here in the bottom of the second. Hornets looking to tack on as much as they can. one nothing lead already by the home run from Conseco to dead center field. Count is now three balls and no strikes. 
Don't have to swing for anything here. And no swing needed as that is a four-pitch walk. The bases are loaded for Ronnie. As he hops his way to the plate, base is full. One away. Double play definitely in play here. So you got to be careful. But Dunkel has to uh, get a strikeout or pitch to some kind of uh, easy contact. Try and get out of this inning with any with no more damage. We'll see. The pitch swung on and this has popped up. Over to the pitcher. Throws to home. Out there. Throws to first. Double play. And that was your double play. One, two, three. Double play. Pitcher, catcher, first base. Nice. Wow. And that ends the threat. We go to the top of the third. The Expos have a special offensive um, trick up their sleeve from that double play. Time will tell what that transpires to be. For now, the Hornets lead 1-0. Bottom or top of the third, excuse me. Arlene Perez whacks this one into left field. Pete Wheeler on his horse. Fields it on a hop. Throws to second. And Perez will be safe at first base with a long single. So runner aboard for Womack. Vladimir trying to pull this ball to left field. Outfield normal depth for now. The pitch is popped up lazily. Pitcher's going to get the out at first. That's the only play, so fielder's choice out at first, but the runner advances to second. Tying run is 100 and, no, 180 feet away. With Dante Robinson at the plate, swings and chops it foul. Strike one. So the Expos are looking to tack on a run here. Ben, what are your thoughts? Um, Semi-related, but I am fairly um, put out by the fact we don't have any broken windows yet. Uh, no official calls yet to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado and uh, Minnesota, as well as Wisconsin. But uh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, speaking of getting there, Dante Robinson did not. <laughs> he did Swing not, no. and C-Rex three, you're out. Uh, Davey Marion now, uh, Manning left field, now at the bag, the plate. And Ooh. he will cork this one to, oh, screaming line drive off the shed here. Jose Canseco trying to nail it down. He will lob towards second on a fielder's choice. Reese Worthington has the runner on a rundown, and that was just enough distraction Ooh. to allow <laughs> wow. the Expos what to a play. get home. But amazing stuff here. This was the only option they had, and they, they capitalized. Yes, it was. Wow, that's amazing. But they scratch out the uh, scratch out the run before the out is recorded at first base. Great job. Heads up base running by Davey Marion there. Swung on and fouled. So we are tied one apiece here. Bottom third, Julie Dunkel, 25 pitches through the first two innings. No strikeouts, one walk, one run earned. As Worthington pops this one high toward shallow right field. Robinson over to get it, and he cannot quite make the play. That was a heck of an effort trying to make an over-the-shoulder catch with his back to the infield, running full sprint toward the wall, and uh, was not able to make the catch there, so that may be charged as an error. It is. That's a tough play, though. I'm not quite sure I'd give it to him there, but you know what? That's at the uh, scorekeeper's discretion, and I am not in charge, so we'll call it an error and go from there. <laughs> I would Swan have uh, fouled from Wheeler. I would have chickened out in that situation. I would rather not eat wooden planks, but uh, props, <laughs> props, mad props in that direction. Uh, Wheeler eyes the ball and swings. This was going to get possibly down. Towards left field and off the glove. 
of the left fielder. They will throw to second base, and Worthington is out there. Pete Wheeler will sit on first base, firmly planted, set in his ways. And Chipper Jones, the third baseman, now at the plate against one out. Swing on this one's corked foul for ball one. Strike one, sorry. No balls, one strike there. Wheeler on first. Worthington out at second on the uh, force play. And there goes Wheeler taking off towards second base. A good throw by the catcher. He slides and he's in there. So a still in base for Wheeler. Runner in scoring position. Chipper Jones looking to try and advance the runner if he can. He goes the bunch route. And there goes Wheeler over toward third. Dunkel fields it. Throws to third. That's not going to happen. Wheeler turns tail goes back to second. And so Jones cannot advance the runner, unfortunately. Heads up play by the pitcher to keep him at second. But it's a fielder's choice and a bunt single, I guess, if you want to call it that for Jones. Bases loaded, or not bases not loaded. Uh, first and second now for Conseco, who solo shot home run off the pole in center field his last time up. That is why it is a one, one tie instead of a one nothing lead because the Expos did score. This one is shot towards second base. Out at second. The throw back toward home to keep Wheeler at bay. They may have had a crack at first base for the double play there, Ben, but elected to play it safe and not allow the run to score. So Conseco safe at first on the force play. Fielder's choice. And here is Kenny Lofton. This one is shot toward left field. Playing deep are the fielders, and that is going to cost Marion the catch, but he fires into second and throws him out. So an outfield assist, another good play by Marion. He had two in the inning and accounting for two of the three outs. No runs cross the plate. We're in the top of the fourth in the Expos, and Hornets tied at one. Dobbs back to work, 25 pitches, four strikeouts, no walks, one run earned. And Julie Dunkel, pitcher against pitcher. Just a reminder, everybody, we are on Red Circle, redcircle.com slash throwbacksportsproductions. Find us there, and you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting sites as well. So go ahead, check us out, give us a listen, and check out the list of uh, podcast providers that you can stream this podcast from. We appreciate the listens, we appreciate the likes and the feedback. And we're happy to have you along for the ride. Swing and a miss there from Julie Dunkel. Strikeout number five for Sally, Sally Dobbs. One away and nobody on for Francis Bluer playing center field. Ben, why don't you take it away for the rest of this uh, top half of the fourth? No problem. A uh, couple of details, uh, I guess callbacks from earlier in the game. Um, <laughs> we had a couple close calls from the Expos. Uh, speaking of close, Kenny Lofton will beam it towards this ball and catch it for out number two. Vladimir Guerrero now up at the top of the fourth inning. So we had a good bunch of trading blows here uh, between these two fine people, fine uh, fine teams. Um, Jose Canseco, the only guy who was able to get the Hornets on board and uh, Expos answered with an equally cheeky <laughs> distraction play to get their run in. Tied at one and then they have been holding the Hornets at bay pretty well. Um, a little too close for my comfort here as Steerike 2 comes into play here. Vladimir is uh, 1 and 2 for the count. Nobody on, and Dobbs unleashing her 35th pitch will get him swinging and going back towards the dugout here. That will end the bottom of the fourth, or top of the fourth, rather, sorry. And we're into Randy Johnson versus Julie Dunkel. 
And the bottom of the fourth, still on one, Expos and Hornets deadlocked in a tie. So far, so good. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, 1-1 one, one tie. Very close game. A few interesting happenstances thus far as uh, Johnson is trying to uh, find his way to first base at the very least. Grounds this ball toward third, throws on a hop to first base. Robinson covers and makes the fine pick there. One away. Still no broken windows so far. This is an odd happenstance. Yeah, it uh, doesn't really happen too often. This one's corked towards uh, deep center left, left center, and uh, center fielder is going to just uh, try and get there as, as much as he might. Uh, Tony DeVecchio digging oh, for two throw. bases. It's a good throw. It's a good throw. Cannon oh. arm from the outfield, and That's, that will be enough. Wow. So he slides, and uh, Stelly Dobbs is now at the plate, confident as ever, even in the face of two outs. Ball one outside. So remember, Ben, in that first inning, Julie Dunkel gave up the gave up the run. Or no, he gave up the was in the second inning. Gave up the run and then had two runners aboard and problems were happening and then got out of the inning. This one is flown to left of center field and caught there by David Marion for out number three. So a rocky start, but a good recovery so far by the pitcher Dunkel. One run given up so far and very much holding her own against a stout Hornets offense. We're here in the top of the fifth, 1-1 tie game. Francis, uh, Francesca Whitaker, rather, at the plate. One for one with a base hit and scored on the Davy Marion uh, caught in between bases play. <laughs> Strike two. The Marion special. The Marion special, indeed. 1-2. Ooh, somehow fights this one off off the hands. And fielded by Delvecchio, he throws to first, and a great hard throw, and good job by Johnson to make that play. Just barely gets the runner out by a step. And there's one out here for Holly Franklin. Struck out her last time up. Dobbs, very much appreciative of that, pounds her fist in the glove with enthusiasm, and says, let's go. 0-1 pitch to Franklin, swing and a miss strike two. Dobbs has not had a whole lot of stress in this game. Neither has the her counterpart pitcher, uh, Julie Dunkel. One ball has left the uh, stadium so far, courtesy of Kinsey. Actually, it did, and then it didn't, to be perfectly fair. <laughs> it like hit the light post and then came back onto the field. So it left briefly for the sake of it being a home run and then bounced its way back into the, into the outfield. So it did not stay out of the building. I don't think you're going to see a shorter home run than that, especially with the uh, truncated center field here at uh, Steel Stadium. Arlene Perez uh, swings, and we'll get a great piece of this one. Uh, dribbled towards Chipper Jones in third base, fires across to Randy Johnson, who is very ready pick. for out. What number a pick three. and what a throw. Excellent. Wow. Play. Well done. Alrighty, so we're done in the top half of the fifth. We go to the bottom half. Ronnie Dobbs leading it off over one today. Rounded out into a double play, I do believe. Swing and a foul ball and a broken window. We're on the board, ladies and gentlemen. It's another broken window and a call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado, Minnesota, and Wisconsin for all of your in-home window and broadcast booth window replacement needs as well. Number 31, if my calculations are correct, sir. Right on, 31 for the season. Excellent. 
We'll be keeping that tally through the regular season, and we will start a new one for the postseason, because we will be in the postseason, too, at least for the first round. And see where we go from there. Swing and a miss. Foul ball, strike two. One ball, two strikes, nobody on, nobody out. Bottom five, 1-1 one, one score. The pitch from Dunkel is just high for ball one. That's a good eye. That's a hard take to gauge there, but he made it happen. Two and two the count. Pitch number 46 from Julie Dunkel is just low for ball two. Ball three, excuse me. Count is now full. Only one walk from Dunkel so far today. It was a four-pitch walk. But swing and a miss strike three for Dobbs. Lean on my hands with a fastball and a good way to get out of that at bat. One out for Reese Worthington. One for two with a base hit. Swung on and this is popped towards second base. Second baseman over to get it and cannot quite make the catch. So Worthington will be safe at first as the ball gets thrown up against the hedge bushes on the right-hand side of the field. Julie Dunkel fields it and... Um, Frustratedly trots back to the mound. One on, one out for Pete Wheeler. Do you think he'd bunt here, Ben? Do you think he'd do that? Um, I wouldn't. He might, though, to be fair. He might. <laughs> Wheeler definitely has the legs to get to first base. And he bunts! Oh, this doesn't have a lot of gas on it, though, right in front of the catcher. He's going to try to beat the throw to first and gets away with it. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Oh, goodness. Remind me not to get into a uh, drag race with this man. Chipper Jones at the plate now. Runners at first and second because of Pete Wheeler's antics. And uh, doing quite well. Uh, speaking of Julie, Dunkel is also doing quite well at 51 pitches. Mm -hmm. Holding steady towards the latter half of this game. Foul ball strike one. And Jones looks at this pitch. Low and outside ball two. Or ball one, rather. Taking his time. Still tied at one, Mike. Expos and Hornets mm -hmm. in a neck-and-neck -neck race towards the latter half of this game. What are your thoughts going into the uh, second half here? Well, uh, Chipper Jones is trying to change that tune here. What a grab there by Vlad Guerrero! Throws to second base, and Worthington very nearly got doubled off, but not quite. An amazing catch there by the right fielder as uh, I have my thoughts pulled from myself and uh, rearranged quickly with that play. <laughs> but uh, no, Julie Dunkel... Another example there, defense coming in clutch when she needs it to happen most, left field and right field so far. And, um, yeah, so these Expos are hanging tough, very tough. They know that the Hornets can definitely be kept up with and be beat in close games, as we saw in the last game against the Diamondbacks. So they've done their homework, Ben. They very much have, and Dunkel is pitching fantastically and keeping her team in the game here. That's the recipe for success, and they just got to keep it going. Prepare for anything. And Conseco beams this one to center field. Uh, they're going to say, no, you're not going to hit the post this time. And uh, he will find his way safely to first. All the runners are loaded on the bases here. So we are in a great spot to score, actually. Kenny Lofton against two outs, but he can run. Wheeler can run. And uh, bases are juiced. Ball one. Julie Dunkel knows pressure. Um, she wouldn't have kept up this long if she weren't a stranger or weren't a or weren't weren't a friend to, to trouble, I guess. It's foul ball corked towards right field for strike one. Lofton can take his time. He's got options, as we said before. He knows the bases. He knows them well, 
And the strike zone will strike once more for number two. One and two the count. We've got a standoff here, Mike. Uh, a showdown, so to speak, Western style, quick draw. And a speaking of quick, here he goes. Cork down the left field line. Lofton goes to first. He will make it. They throw in this uh, home plate, and that will end the scoring attempt from mm. Reese Worthington here. And another close call. I think that was number four for the Expos. Y Almost yes, getting that can of worms four. cracked wide, wide open. But uh, Vladimir Indeed. Womack is now at the plate here, top of the sixth inning. He will dribble this towards Sally Dobbs. She takes a cheeky second and then flips to first base for out number one. Emergency hot dog in hand for Robinson as he strolls to the plate once more. 0 for 2 with a strikeout, looking to try and get on base for the first time as he wraps this one towards center field. Dobbs with a backhanded play on the mound up over there and makes that yeah, words that was fast out number two as <laughs> she makes a fine play and i lose my ability of speech and davy marion golfs this one to center field over there toward lofton he makes the catch and there's three up three down so three pitches three outs pretty much as we go to the bottom of the sixth randy johnson leads it off last wraps here for the hornets until we potentially go to extra innings ben julie dunkel 60 pitches one strikeout one walk one run earned Defense has committed three errors on her side, but it's a tie game, and it's not over yet. No, sir. Randy Johnson takes a swing at this for strike number two. You think uh, a pitcher as well-versed in the strike zone as Randy wouldn't let that get in his way, but uh, maybe having an off moment here, especially there's a lot of pressure with him right now. He, this one is corked towards shallow center. That'll get down, and they throw it at first. Randy wow. will be out. What a play. With a couple this outfield is stellar. It, it is. Stellar. It That's really a three is. outfield assist at least in the game already. That's I'm, crazy. I mean, there isn't much of an outfield, but there is an outfield. <laughs> well, from the outfielders, I should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Delvecchio, Steerike one, looks at the pitch again. Steerike two, looks at that one. Defiantly almost, as he munches his lollipop, changes the flavor every game. Sometimes goes through two lollipops if it goes through too much time. This one is lasered towards the right field and foul. Whoa, they were lucky on that one, Mike. Yes, they were. That had some side spin on it. If it just nicked the chalk, it could have been a double. But uh, is a foul ball. Now ball one inside from Dunkel. 67 pitches and counting. Could very well hit the 70 pitch mark and then some. We'll see what happens. One on, or one out nobody on. Ooh-hoo. Swan fouled in another broken window. Number two for the day, number 32 for this season. And another call of the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Thank you all for all that you do. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Nobody on. One one tie as this one is wrapped towards short. Oh, picked very well by the shortstop and uh Flubbed the transfer from the hand to from the glove to the hand, throws the first, and Delvecchio is safe. So, one on one away. Sally Dobbs looking to advance the runner if nothing else. Oh, for one with a walk. Hers was the four pitch walk that was uh, accrued and awarded back in I think inning number three, maybe. Uh, Can't I remember. think you're right. It was somewhere in that low scoring affair. <laughs> Something like that. The pitch is in there like swimwear for strike one. 
Uncle now on her 72nd, now almost 73rd pitch, still holding strong, still holding the Hornets at bay. This one is wrapped towards left field, and that will get Ooh, down in fair territory for wanted. a hit. Dobbs trotting to first base. He, she will make it. And Del Vecchio oh. just finds second base on an error off the shoe top oh, that of the was second close. baseman. That was so very close, but now you're in a bit of a problem zone here because it's one out and two aboard, and Dobbs is up, and a double play is definitely in order. I think Del so Vecchio we'll got a free pass to first and second base now. He's just kind of lucked out by the by the grass blades, so to speak. He's uh, definitely yes. definitely happy where he's being, but uh, a little confused nonetheless. <laughs> by the luck of the chlorophyll. Indeed. Never doubt the chlorophyll. Yes. Two balls, no strikes to Dobbs. He will not mind trying to work a walk here and load the bases for Worthington if he can. Two and one now the count as that one is in on the inside corner for strike one. Tense moments here in the latest of stages in this game as this one is hit toward short cut and Del Vecchio is back safely almost got doubled off for a second time today but did not and so now there's two away and here is Worthington two for three with a couple of base hits has not scored though we try and fix that but swing and a miss strike one no balls, one strike, two out, two on, one, one tie, bottom sixth. Any run scored wins the game for the Hornets here as they try to do the reverse walk-off and walk off their game from being walk-off loss from the last game. The one-one pitch. Swung on and this is dribbled hard toward first base. Robinson fields it. No, he does not. He kind of flubs it. Fielder throws the first and gets him, so the pitcher recovers. We go to bonus baseball again, ladies and gentlemen. This is at least the second time, if not the third time, we've done it this year. We go top seven. We are tied 1-1. It's a brand-new ball game, and Julie Dunkel leads it off. Swing and a foul for strike one. 48 pitches, seven strikeouts, no walks for Sally Dobbs, pitching brilliantly and keeping her team in it. About 30 pitches more efficient than Dunkel here. As this one is laser towards Sally, she says no, out number one. Yep, just snaps that glove up and snaps it down with the ball in hand and said, no, 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 you go back to the dugout, please. One is hit toward Randy, and he makes the catch for out number two. So now quickly two outs again, and here is Vladimir Guerrero. 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Strike one there. Dobbs has not even hit 60 pitches so far tonight. We are proud to bring you bonus baseball here on RedCircle.com. Close thrilling affair. The 0-2 pitch to Guerrero. Swung on and missed for strike three. Sally gets strikeout number eight. And Guerrero is strikeout victim for the second time today. We go to the bottom of the seventh. It is Wheeler. And it is Chipper Jones, and it will be Jose Canseco. Two, three, and four hitters, and this is the part of the lineup that you want up, Ben, if you want to finish off a game in style. Absolutely. Wheeler can run. We've seen him work. We know his work. We love his work. Um, and then uh, Chipper Jones, excellent all-around baseballer. Mm -hmm. And then Jose Canseco, <laughs> a number one clout in the bat. Um, maybe not feeling it as good as he usually does, but uh, this game, he's definitely proved he can score in more ways than one. <laughs> uh, Jones at the plate now. 
And he will swing through strike one. Wheeler attempts to steal second base. This is a cheeky move, especially this late in the game. And nonetheless, finds Ooh. his feet firmly planted on second base. This gutsy, will definitely help play. Jones. It is gutsy, Mike. It is gutsy, but uh, definitely works out. You gotta, you gotta. I don't know. There's a there's a proverb out there somewhere, but uh, like uh, you gotta make risks to actually gain rewards sometimes. And uh, mm -hmm. they definitely are showing their their true colors here. Jones will whack this towards the first baseman. We'll get down into the outfield for a possible hit. Wheeler is at third. Jones is safe oh. at first. Runners at the corners wow. for none other wow. than Jose Canseco. What are your thoughts, Mike? Oh, baby. He is looking at his chops, and he is ready. Jones barely safe at first on that uh, play from Guerrero. Strike one there to Canseco. Winning run over there at third. Wheeler is ready to launch himself toward home plate at the first sign of opportunity. One ball, one strike. Canseco would love to send everybody home here with a walk-off or a launch moonshot one way or the other. The pitch from Dunkel. Ball two. Even if you give him the unintentional intentional walk here, Ben, you still have to deal with Lofton with nobody out. Dangerous, no matter how you strike it. The Hornets are in a great position here as ball number three finds its way to the glove of the catcher. Three ball on the count. 89 pitches from Dunkel. 90th coming in hot. Inside for strike two. Count is full. Conseco, a patient man. Grants a dandelion against his foot. And digs in wow. and will walk. Wow, interesting what a bat there. Interesting is loaded. Affair. Nobody to put him, nowhere to put him, I should say. Good speed at third, decent speed at second, okay speed at first, and great speed at the plate. The pitch to Lofton is swung on, and this is hit to shallow center field. Center fielder over to get it. Does not make the catch, and that ball is going to get down, and Wheeler's going to score, and the throw is out at second, but the run will score, and that is a walk-off Walk-off RBI single there for Lofton. The game is over, and the Hornets come away with a role reversal walk-off victory against the Expos. But what a game there, Ben. Hanging tough did Montreal to the very end. Props to Julia Dunkel there, but not quite enough. Cresting 90 pitches, but could not quite get the job done. The Hornets walk it off and shake off that loss from last game. 2-1 to is your final, and Sally Dobbs picks up a huge character win for the team and another awesome uh, pitching performance and victory for her from there too wow take a deep breath everybody what a game there what a finish extra inning final in seven two to one the hornets are victorious over the montreal expos ben what are your thoughts about what we just saw there that was fantastic um <laughs> the expos got away with so many double plays single plays like they were this close to being scored on multiple times and just shut the Hornets down. Mm -hmm. Again, too close for my comfort, but good on them for hanging tough. Um, the Hornets definitely riding high after this, I'm pretty sure. Um, seems to be the opposite side of the coin from what we saw from the previous game, and they were able mm -hmm. to eke out the win against the Expos in the end. So let's take a look around the league, Mike, and see how our friends are doing in the rest of the games here.
Alrighty, so as we mentioned, 2-1 final. Hornets and 7 over the Expos. They walk off win. A uh, base hit to center field. Misplay by the center fielder for the Expos. And Lofton walks it off. Ronnie, or excuse me, Sally Dobbs picks up the win there. As the Hornets go to 11-1, the Expos fall to 7-5. Going along here, Pirates with a 2-0 victory. A two-hit shutout performance from Esmeralda Hyman. The Pirates go to 5-7. The Fishes drop to 7-5. Brad Bender takes the loss. Bombers trounce the Junior Wombats 11-2 on the road. Uh, Billy Mendelson with the win gets it uh, at 5-7. Uh, now for the Bombers for their record. Uh, Wing Quan takes the loss for the Wombats. They are scuffling hard 1-11 on their season so far with two games to go. Phillies beat the Anaheim Angels on the road 6-2. Raquel Cullen gets the win for the Phils. They go to 7-5. Angels' Betty Houston takes the loss. They drop to 6-6. Six six. Second... Uh, second slide down here, we've got the uh, Astros against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Astros put up eight runs, scoring in all but two of the innings, and win 8-4. to four. Uh, They get the win and go to 6-6. Six and six. Jack Joseph picks up the victory there. Devil Rays' Mandy Coolidge takes the loss. They fall to 7-5. and five. San Francisco Giants in a close extra inning affair. Victory, eight innings, but they win it 3-2 over... Uh, over uh, Fred Benson and the Royals, uh, Giants' Jay Green gets the win. They go to 8-4. and four. The Royals drop to 6-6. Six and six. Colorado Rockies mash all over the uh, Minnesota Twins on the road. They win 7-2. Uh, Rockies' Aaron Harris gets the win. The Rockies climb to 4-8. and eight. The Twins' Marty Cordova will take the loss. They slip to 5-7. and seven. Last... Uh, Last game here on the second second page here. Uh, Blue Millen heads with a 1-0 shutout victory over the Texas Rangers. Sophie Meyer goes the distance for the Millen heads. 9-3 as they are red hot getting close to the end of the year. Rangers drop another game. They are now 2-10. Stuart Sullivan takes the loss there. They get two hit against them in that one. Another shutout to take a look at. The Reds are shut up and shut down on the road. Jody Palmer and the Blue Jays get a 5-0 win there. They go to 7-5. Uba Morris takes the loss for the Reds. They fall to 500 at 6-6. Cleveland Indians all over the Arizona Diamondbacks. 10-1 uh, is your final there. Don Cozart takes the win. Indians go to 6-6. The Diamondbacks fall to 8-4, coming off their victory from against us in the last game. Uh, Laura Nunez takes the loss there. Uh, second to the last game to take a look at, Florida Marlins eke out an extra inning win. Another extra inning game, Ben. That's at least three around the league. 5-4 uh, in eight innings. Do they get the victory over the Seattle Mariners? Marcellus Marks takes the win. Marlins go to 6-6. Six and six. Fabian Callahan takes the loss for the Mariners. They fall to 5-7, and seven, and I think they might be eliminated from playoff contention, unfortunately, but we'll take a look. And another extra inning game to round off your scoreboard here. Uh, White Monsters fall in extra innings again. 2-1 uh, against the Baltimore Orioles uh, at home for the Orioles. That's their fourth win of the year. Dominic Hoskins picks up the W. Samantha Winslow takes the loss for the Monsters. They fall to 6-6. Six and six. Now for a quick check at the uh, standings for around the league. Uh, the playoff standings so far. We'll start with our division, the AL West. Hornets have that wrapped up. They are in the postseason. National League East, Melonheads have a two-game lead over the Expos, who just lost their game. Two-game lead over the Phillies and three over the Marlins. In the NL Central, the Reds, Monsters, and Astros are deadlocked in a three-way tie for first place. Pirates a game back. National League West, two teams at the top. The Giants and Diamondbacks tied at 8-4. Three games behind are the Bombers, and four back are the Rockies. 
In the National League Wild Card, Arizona Diamondbacks lead by one over the Expos and Phillies, two over the Monsters, Astros, and Marlins. And on the American League side, the Blue Jays and Devil Rays share the top spot, followed by the Angels and Royals one game back. The Mariners are two back and not technically out of it yet. They got a win out and need a lot of help from behind. So, do, so too do the Minnesota Twins there at 5-7 and seven and two games behind as well. American League East, Fishes and Blue Jays tied with the Devil Rays um, for a three-way tie. Orioles are three games behind. And the Indians at a two-way tie with the Royals. Twins are one game back, so if they win out and the Royals and Indians lose both of their games, they could squeak into the postseason there by winning the Central Division. That's your news and notes from around the league there, Ben. Any questions from you or any last notes for, for here until we wrap this up and uh, look ahead to our second-to-last game of the season? my mic up that would help ha! Um, I don't have too many points um, for the final closing thoughts here but uh, just want to reiterate on fantastic fantastic lineup uh, between the Montreal Expos and the Red Hornets these guys have fought tooth and nail to get here and it showed even and speaking of mad props awesome job Julie Julie Dunkel for sticking it out for 90 plus pitches mm-hmm. and uh, especially as new as she is to the whole mound pitching mound thing um, Excellent, excellent stuff here, as uh, as we've seen in game number 12. So, ah, fantastic. Well, glad to be on board here. This was an awesome game. Uh, good to stick it out with you, Mike, as always. A pleasure mm-hmm. to be in the booth with you. We'll do it again sometime. And um, I will hand the, uh, the mic over to you, Mike, to close it out. Alrighty, thank you, sir. A pleasure as always there, Ben. Happy to have you on board for this season once again. We love doing this kind of a thing, and uh, like I said before, uh, hit us up on Red Circle and in all of your uh, favorite podcast providers as well. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on a whole bunch of other places, so uh, take a look and listen to wherever you get your podcasts. Hop up on the website there, redcircle.com slash throwbacksportsproductions, and uh, check us out there and uh, leave a like and have a listen. We, we, we appreciate your, uh, your listening patronage, um, and we're happy that you're along for the ride. Next game up, game number 13, second to last one of the season, on the road against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and uh, we'll get into that when we get there. But uh, for now, wrapping it up here, 2-1 win for the Hornets, a walk-off victory in seven innings against the Montreal Expos, uh, and uh, two games to go left in the season. We'll get to that next time. For my good buddy and brother co-host, Ben Schultz, from everybody here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. We enjoy uh, having you around here and uh love love to uh, grace your airwaves with our uh, melodious broadcasting voices here happy to do it <laughs> and glad to have you aboard for the ride thanks again everybody for listening have a great rest of your weekend if you're in a place that's as cold as where we are here in minnesota and ben where you are in wisconsin stay warm um keep your car well stocked uh, stay fueled up make sure you have food and water and blankets and flashlights on hand in case you get stranded and otherwise stay warm and stay inside where you don't have to go outside and freeze to death because nobody needs that so stay safe stay warm and uh, love y'all we'll see you again uh, next time goodbye everybody